Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The Breakfast Buzz with Spazano and Sandy on 98.9 The Buzz. I love Annie Lennox. It's 99.9 The Buzz. Good morning. It's Spazano and Sandy. You know, if there's anyone I would like to sit down and like have like dinner with, it would be it would be like Annie Lennox. Or uh, just because she sounds like she's had such an interesting, what's the word for it, um, career past. And she sounds like, and she's British and very intelligent sounding. I'd love to be in a room with her. Anyone who has an accent, a British accent, is intelligent sounding. <laughs> is the Irish accent the same? Like British accent, right? Do we all agree that you hear someone speak uh, uh, a British accent and you instantly think, oh, the God, that person's fine. Yeah, yeah. How about Irish? Irish uh, accent, same kind of vibe? Not as much, no. no. Not, not that they're Australian? Not, not intelligent, but... Um, no, a British accent is, is the most intelligent sound. How about one. Australian? We got James Whitaker who's on with us. He's super smart, super successful. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I, Australian it's accent. hard to judge people by their accents, but yeah, the, the only no, one. No, it's not. It's the, very easy to judge not people as, by their I don't accents. think Australian as much as British because it's kind of like almost British anyway. You know? Italian. No. Russian. No. I don't see any others that top the British accent. Are you satisfied? Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I'm trying to think of languages. What else? English. Oh, that's kind of like British, but American. Oh, God. Anyway. The dirty, the dirty English is what they would say to me when I would go visit family oh. in Italy. American dialect is dirty English? Yeah. Nice. Because I have family who lives in England, and they are... My one cousin, super sweet, very down to earth. I mean, she's cool. She's the cool cousin. Mm-hmm. We're both the same age and everything, but she's way more fun. Mm-hmm. But my other cousin who lives there, oh my God, what, what a rich snob. Oh, snob, like, huh? He is so nice. And he, when he hosted us, he was so giving and just very sweet. But he had this air of, you know, the British is era. He, wait, okay, of, uh, wait. Is he British British or Italian British? Uh, he's He was born in Italy, but he's lived his entire life in England. Oh, okay. So he sounds British. He sounds English, he's like very, with an English accent, British accent. Very. He's got the yeah. handlebar mustache. Like everything you would think, <laughs> like paint the most stereotypical picture uh-huh. of a British guy. Uh-huh. That's my cousin. Okay. There you go. It's like, wow. Wow. So you, okay. you, you're, you're kind of like, because of your experience, you're not as... Excited about the accent. 
No, I love the accent. Oh, okay. I, I wish I was. I wish I was. I wish I was part of his family. Hey, you have Can a I just Stay here with you for Rashter. Yeah, we're from Rochester. Rochester. You know, like we like to say things like Rochester mm-hmm. and Shellant <laughs> and stuff like that. And uh, okay, well, uh, uh, and chocolate. That too. Yeah, it's raining. Here comes the rain again. Coming up on six, mostly cloudy afternoon showers. Sprinkly here this morning. Uh, my windshield wipers on automatic. Tried to work a couple of times this morning, but everything's kind of wet. But we'll mm-hmm. be fine. It'll be 61. Basically, it's like 56, 58 right now. So right now, we're going to get basically all day. Then tomorrow, your Saturday, if you have plans, cancel them. Crawl under a blanket oh. and stay. <laughs> Windy with showers part of the day, 57. I've got the uh, Country Max uh, Pet Halloween Costume Contest tomorrow. Oh, you do? Yeah, out at the one in uh, Henrietta. Oh, that's Again. Fun. I think this is the third or fourth year I've been out there helping judge it. It's going to be so much fun. I uh, hate judging. <clears throat> what? I do not like that kind of pressure. If anybody ever asks me the judge, I politely decline. It's too much pressure. I don't like it. Well, I mean... Everybody wins because it's awesome. People I know, show but up, but you know, you, I I just don't. I I know. <laughs> Even when charity events, I'm like, can I do something else? Can I intern in another way? Mm-hmm. I don't want to judge. I'll what? be the the greeter. I'll be the the girl who runs around and does all the you know whatever, mm-hmm. making sure everyone's comfortable. Yeah, but I am not judging. Yeah, um, you get you get eyes on you after you judge. So after after you judge, they announce the end. <laughs> you have to hightail out of there. Yeah, you get see ya. Political you discourse win? at the end. <laughs> but my daughter worked hours on. Okay. Right, yeah. Whatever, whatever. All right. Coming up on the show today, that hobby that you find sexy. Think about that hobby that uh-huh. you find sexy. Uh-huh. I don't know if this early in the morning is too early to think no. about the sexy hobbies. Oh, no. But, no. Earlier the better. Uh, county clerk in Marion. Ooh, she's in big trouble. Yep. Now a former county clerk, I should say. Former county clerk in Marion. Big trouble. Feels like this is a popular crime in Rochester. Uh, for women specifically. Yes, for, for middle-aged women. I don't have stats on that, but it kind of feels like it so that's coming up on the show too and the business that's been closed for 40 years is making a return and so many people are excited we get to all of that today don't just listen at home or in the car we sound great at work too the breakfast buzz with spazano and sandy on 98.9 the buzz tonight's the big night who is excited for tonight well tonight into tomorrow morning this is huge this talk? is the peak of the peak, the best of the best, the oh my gosh moment. How do you not know? What are you Why talking? are you be that? But you, you, this is so you. I thought you would be proud that I know this. What is it? It is the peak of the meteor shower. Meteor, meteor. I can't say that word. Meteor shower will likely peak tonight. Best time, 2 a.m. You will be able to see between 10 and 20 meteors per hour. Shooting stars. Yes. The moon will be 37% full. Yeah. The best way to see is to go outside the darkest part of the night Uh and face southeast. Okay. Southeast. Okay. Like towards Canandaigua. So, (laughs) there you go. Uh, It's supposed to be like tonight again. Is it supposed to be what? Like (laughs) clear skies? What are we looking at? No. Oh, come on. It's the peak. Mostly cloudy, rainy. Tonight, uh, yeah, you know, during saying. the overnight, 
Yeah. Well, you might not see it. Well, you might not see it. Did you see the 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 other the the partial thing eclipse? What was it last Saturday? Oh, the other day. Yeah. Uh, no, I missed it. Oh. Did you see it? No, because it was. What's yeah. your Forget uh, it. Never mind. Never Claudia, s- talk about how you're so interested in this stuff. Uh, you always miss it. Are you having a party in April? I, the big uh, April well, event? that's the big thing, man. The total eclipse of the sun is April 8th, I believe. And we are in the path of totality. I love okay. that phrase. I love that phrase. I know. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who are really into this stuff, we're really excited for tonight. I mean, this is like the peak, the best time to see the shooting stars is Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. right? Tonight. But gosh, darn it. The weather gets in the way. (laughs) So we are so working up to this April event. It better not rain that day. You will still see it turn dark. Like, it's to the point where stars might even come out. It'll be so dark. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll, yeah, I was reading up on this. And, and I was talking to the guy over at the uh, Rochester Museum and Science Center. There's a whole uh, team of people that have been appointed to, uh, to, to conduct all of the activities around the total solar eclipse here in the Rochester area. It's only about a 75-mile-wide path, and we're going to be right in the center of it. Oh, here's the question that I have for so you. So awesome. And I think it's very cool, too. It's, like, amazing. It'll never happen in but, our lifetime again. Right. I was talking to somebody mm-hmm. who is uh, working with that team oh, yeah. of people, and they were, like, I. it was so hard for me to fake interest. I mean, it what? was, like, it was really testing my fakeness because i mean i i think it's cool i think it's exciting but they were so over the top on a different level like every week we're doing things and every week we got till april what are we doing now and they're like oh no we're doing we're doing this activity this issue like laundry list of things that they're doing leading up to this april event and i'm like Oh, sure, man. I don't even know how to keep faking this for you. Well, wait a second. Exciting. What's not interesting about the, the coordinating with schools? Where they're coordinating I with, know. They're getting, they're getting, like, schools to stop teaching. I mean, they're doing crazy stuff. No. For April, during yeah. April, the, even the month before, uh-huh. yeah, game on. This is all we should be talking about. Awesome. Yeah. We are in October. <laughs> She's like, do you want us to come on the air with you every day? Like, we can work on yeah. to say what? <laughs> and she's like, she goes, no, we got a whole thing planned. We, like, we plan things out. So we'll have something to say every day, leading every day? Every day. No, wait, like, are you, you know is what? this exaggerating, Sandy? No, she said every day, or she said we could do weekly if every day is too much. Oh, and I go, wow, nice. I did the, I did the, the, the uh, common pass the buck to your husband, but I did it to you. I'm like, oh, huh? let me check in with Scotty. Let oh, let's, yeah, do let's do it every day. Yeah, let's do it every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. No, that was my way to say no. You know, though, it is going to be amazing. It really, really is. I mean, it's going to stop the world. It really is. Uh, in our area. I, I mean, there's people the clouds booking, don't stop it. There, there's people booking hotel rooms already for April 8th. I know. Just to be in the area. Are people coming in from out of town? Are you planning no, a party? No, I don't have anybody. I have no family. Okay. <laughs> My brother lives in the same place. friends. But not from out of town. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I do. I, you know, it's funny because. Should we invite. Hmm. 
I was going to say, should we invite like uh, all our experts, like Jill Schlesinger, who's from CBS Mornings on? Mm-hmm. Should we invite James Whitaker, who's living in L.A., mm-hmm. who's our expert? Brandon T. Adams, who's part of Spazano and Sandy's startup, who lives in Nashville. Should we invite all of them? <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, on their dime? We're not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all rich. Can they stay at your house? Yeah, sure. It's weird because it's going to be like at like in the afternoon. It's not going to be one of those got to stay up, you know, for this or wait for that. It's going to yeah. hit us right in the right in the later end of the day. Yeah. To the point yeah. where um, it is really serious. So I was looking at the um, you know some of the I, there was a one woman I don't know last eclipse that literally had permanent damage to her, <gasps> to her eyes. Because well, she they thought, tell you to wear glasses. Well, let me finish. She, they, she thought she was wearing regulation, you know, oh. but the, the, the these cheap solar viewer glasses that she somehow got a hold of weren't up to the code where oh, you're supposed to. Oh, no. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay. That's the only thing I'm worried about. From, Kids, yeah. you know, this yeah. is such a big thing for children. I mean, adults love it, too, but this is a big thing for kids. We just got to make sure they're they're covered, protected, you know, with the right eyesight or, you know, eye coverage and stuff like that. Be careful who you order from. Yeah. Don't order from Timu or whatever that site is. No, get them from the Rochester Museum and Science Center. They're going to be everywhere. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, Scott's going to have a party and he'll let us know when we're all invited. All right. So, coming up in just a few minutes uh, uh, after a couple songs or Mm so. Yeah. um, The hobby that you find sexy. Wow. Wondering how many people would say this is it. This is the sexy hobby. What do we think? 818-2899. The bus. It's um, uh, Spazian and Sandy here. Good morning. Yeah. So would it be so cool if your hobby, what is your hobby? Anyone got a, a cool hobby, an interesting hobby? Wouldn't it be cool to make that your profession? Ooh. I'm just a kid from the inner city of Utica. <laughs> So any kids listening, it can happen. If it can happen for me, it can happen for you. Who said that? Who said that? Leon, an illusionist and comedian, bringing the talents that he has demonstrated on America's Got Talent, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, at The Odd, this weekend, Saturday. Oh, Magic Rocks. Yes. 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 He's turned his hobby magic, and he's telling everybody, listen, you can turn your hobby if it happened for me. It happened for you, kids. I want to inspire you to love magic. He was on that Penn and Teller show too, where you know, you know, the famous, you know, magicians. Oh, was he? Where they fool? They try to fool the the magicians. Yeah, he did well. Yeah, he's he's out. He was out in front of the uh, auditorium yesterday doing a death-defying escape. Did you see that? Anyone else? <laughs> when you saw clips of that, anyone else think of Scott Spazano? Because that's all I was thinking oh, about. God. I was thinking about. Oh my God, Scott is geeking out about this. I am. I love it. I wish we the, could go. The hobby that you find sexy is what? Eight nine two eight nine nine. You know, I would think like if if you're starting the dating world and yeah, and you're in your twenties and you're kind of like you know your thing, doing your thing, and you meet up with maybe a guy or a gal who likes hiking and like you're like, oh, that's kind of sexy. Let's go hiking, you know. Is that, that is that what it is for you? Uh, Why did you put magic? That's your hobby. Well, magic is one of my hobbies. Yes. Do you find it sexy? Do I find it sexy? I find it interesting. I don't never look at it from the sexy point of view. Oh come on, is it a turn on? I don't know. Is it? Well, in my opinion, <laughs> when when you know when someone does a magic trick, 
if I was in the dating world mm-hmm. and this guy who's good looking and he's this here, let me take get a quarter out of your ear or something, I would be like, okay, all right, this is fun. So uh, I'll, I'll talk to you next time. So that's a, that's a I don't for know. You, huh? I, I, in my world, I don't. Like paintball, I dated a guy. I mean, sweetest guy ever. Paintball, did you say? Huh? Did you say paintball? Paintball. He was so nice, and I mean, there was nothing wrong with him. Nothing at all. But man, once I found out his hobby was paintball, and he was really into it, I said, I don't know if I can see myself with this person. Well, did you try? No. Or you judged it before you tried? Wow. It's terrible. Critical. Well, no, not that it's critical. It's like, okay, what hobby would you... Well, don't make me feel bad for judging the hobbies. You have one, too. What one was a turn off? A a turn off off hobby? Yeah, if Jill said, hey, listen, this is what I do as a hobby, and I'm really invested in this hobby. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, stop it. Everybody has one. I mean, scrapbooking doesn't sound that interesting, but okay, I don't know. Okay, good. Scrapbooking. You're not going to offend anybody. It's okay. No, I don't, care. I don't give a crap about offending anybody. I think hobbies are very special, very personal. Dude, you've known me for 25 years. I think you're a freak that you don't have a hobby. Totally you. We even tried to get you a hobby as a radio bit. <laughs> for weeks, it still didn't happen. <laughs> I, my hobby is how my do you family. Exist, how do you have any soul without some kind I of diversion? Know. There's it's not, crazy. I, I, they, uh, but hobbies listen, take up too much time. No. Hobbies aren't a job. That's the problem. <laughs> you think of it as a job. My, my this wife is doesn't my have. Hobby. My wife does not have a hobby. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. You and her are exactly the same. And well, I don't get it. I don't, don't get make it. fun of us. Well, I, but like, what do you do? You just you spin up and you stress out, and there's no release. There's no. Well, I don't. That's hobbies. How did this conversation go from what is this hobby that you find sexy to uh-huh. what is this hobby that you find is a turnoff to uh-huh. pointing the finger at your wife and and, and me and I don't saying know anybody works. who's got a hobby whether it be big subtle whatever tiny little thing and you know someone who doesn't it, 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 we can't reprimise around it even if it's cooking that's a hobby it could be a hobby you know and and it's like I think a lot of people think cooking is a sexy hobby. Oh gosh! Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's it. my husband when he t- when we were dating, and he said, "I love cooking. I want to own a restaurant someday." That's mm. it. Done. Fantastic. That is very attractive. Yeah. Because I don't know how to cook, so it's kind of like survival too. <laughs> <laughs> this is my guy. I'm in. I'm gonna get fed. Okay, mom, I'm good here. <laughs> Found a guy with a sexy hobby. <laughs> I can survive. And she was like, thank heavens. But if he was a hunter and he liked to go uh, on Oh, no, nope, that's hunt. another hobby I couldn't. It's a turn off, huh? I don't want... I, 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 yeah, listen. Some <clears throat> people find that attractive. Some people find that a turn on. I think it's a t- too much of a time <clears throat> suck. I couldn't... I, I would not be a good spouse to a hunter. What? what uh, I'm not forgiving enough. What about anything that's adventure-based? Whitewater no, rafting, parachuting, not adventure- nope. like, nope, you know, we're not mountain going biking. Whitewater. No. No, no, that's no. like a lot of. What no. about sports hobbies? Uh, I th- well, my husband liked hockey. Hockey players, uh, that's a turn on. Yeah, hockey, but, yeah, it is. Yeah. But then you crushed his stream and wouldn't let well, him. Well, he's right. an old man now. He broke his ACL. We're done. Here. <laughs> Tore his ACL. Hi, the buzz. Sexy hobbies. 
Good morning, guys, Andy. Oh, it's Ray, Trucker Ray. What's up? Well, I've got multiple hobbies, and my wife's got a couple of hobbies, and it's not that I just say look down at anybody. I just wonder what that person's release is for when they have a bad day or a bad week that they don't oh, have a hobby at all. Again. Yeah, I agree too. Why do you always have to go to the hobby? Maybe I and just I, I have, to, to well, release. I have multiple hobbies. I I build plastic model kits. Uh-huh. I collect H or I collected HO scale trains. I fly drones. Yeah, so man. I'm, I've got multiple different hobbies. But for somebody not to have one, it's not. I, it's, I don't look at them any differently other than geez wonder what they do when they get all pent up and they have this like, oh i just okay. gotta release this energy yeah right okay, hang on hang on hang on you're huh. saying it politely but i get the vibe that you you feel like we're pathetic or you feel bad for us i don't want your sympathy us people who oh. don't have hobbies we don't there's, need sympathy no there's no sympathy or pathetic we're just saying we're, we're in a, a world of wonderment like how, what i mean how do you get away well, we'll That's leave you question. wondering. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of your hobbies, though, too, though, Sandy. A lot of your hobbies, too, though, kind of bring you back to when you were, you know, and make you feel almost like a kid again. Like, yeah. oh, look what I'm doing. Look yeah. what I did. Da, 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 da. It makes you feel real good. You know, like, okay. hey, I still, okay, great. Not to just say, like, there's nothing wrong, Sandy. Like you say, you're busy. You've got things going on. I just, you know, I don't know. What's your release when you have a bad day or a bad week? Right. We took her to the firing range once, and uh, she got a lot of frustrations in about two complete magazines. No, face was on the target? Uh, me. Scott's. Yeah. It wasn't. I, I was missing the target, like, I, totally missing the target until they put Scott's face on. Then they ran weird. my face down to the end it of the alley. It was coincidental. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ray. Have a great morning. Bye, Ray. Have a good weekend, guys. Yeah. Good morning, 989 The Buzz. Pizzano Sandy. Scott Pizzano here. Sandy Waters right there. We got you Friday morning here. Kicking off the weekend later. It is 651. We're going to see clouds and sprinkly and then maybe even more afternoon shower here in the area. All right, right. and uh, still to come on the show, if you uh, could pick any business that's been closed for years in Rochester to make a comeback, what would it be? After being closed down for 40 years, a Rochester business, which a lot of people are pretty excited about, is making a return. All right. We'll We'll talk about that. Yeah, I got that. Come on. I didn't realize how uncomfortable it makes me feel until you showed me the video, Scotty. What you wear around the house is so freaking weird. You are weird to even point this out. I never even thought of this. One of us is crazy. It's either Scott is crazy to do this and wear this in the house, or I am crazy to feel uncomfortable. I don't know. Seeing it. It's just, I I couldn't believe that triggered on it. Speaking of. Triggered. That's a good word. Yeah, you were triggered. Yes. Uh, As we we come to seven, I just want to make a quick uh, point. Anyone who's going to see Blippi this weekend over at, uh, you know, here in Rochester, who's the kids? show YouTube yeah. star dude like that. Scott loves this guy. Yeah. Oh, he's great, man. He and just I- told me like the last 10 minutes he's been telling me everything about Bl- I'm trying to get work done. It's guys like, yeah, but another thing. And this is what I oh found. My like, God. Oh God, Scott, <laughs> my wife. Okay. So Ellie, she's been watching Blippi since she's born practically. Okay. And uh-huh. I know that's not your world cause you're out of the kids world thing, but uh, he's just a fun, playful, childish kind of actor guy who takes kids on little adventures, whether it's like a strong museum or, you know, playing on construction equipment or very educational. As a matter of fact, I was doing some research. He sold his franchise. He still does it, but he sold it for 70 million bucks. And it looks like Disney was interested in it too. Like what? So my wife, she's like, remember we're going to, and she bought these tickets a long time ago when the first one on sale. And she's like, 
I got meet and greet passes. Ooh, oh my God, who's more excited, Ellie or you? I, listen. You're obsessed with this no, guy. No, 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 no. Here's my thought. I, got, I We had this funny conversation last night about how many, like, okay, so dude's like 33, real good looking guy, right? How many, like, hot moms bought, like, like the meet and greet passes just to get closer to Blippi because he's hot and he's, like, great with kids? There's got to be some ovulation thing going on here where there's going to be like groupie, like women, like Hold female on. Is mom that why groupies. your wife? I'm thinking, wife I'm thinking, oh, like, what? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah, keep your paws your off the orange and blue there, baby. Your wife's going to hit the road, <laughs> traveling with Blippi. Seventy million dollars or Scott's Pizzano? No, his net worth Broke now is a joke. His net worth on, uh, according to Forbes, is one hundred and forty million dollars. Oh <laughs> my! She would leave you in a heartbeat <laughs> anyway. and take Ellie. Yeah, because you know Ellie would rather go to Blippi with Blippi than you do. Yeah, exactly. So, there oh you go. my God, how, how funny that is that? So anyway, okay, we're coming luck. up on seven o'clock here in ninety nine. Hopefully, you'll show up on the show Monday, still married. Well, okay. I, at least I'll have a backstage photograph with Blippi. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be on the end. See if your wife puts you at the end oh, so she can cut yeah. you off. And I'll be like, hands above the equator, babe. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of see a pattern here. I don't have statistics to prove this, but don't you agree that this seems to be the crime of middle-aged women in Rochester? <laughs> this is it. Another middle-aged woman caught. Red-handed. As a closet Taylor Swift fan. Is that a crime? <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, it's Someone not a crime. No. No, it's, not, it's not a crime. All right. Okay. Oh, let me. Oh, yeah. If you if you mention that, then it's it's obvious, right? Is it obvious? Yeah, I think it's obvious. The buzz. Spazano and Sandy, another sweet lady in the office, caught. What? Embezzling. Say, yes, yes, stealing money. <laughs> so this time, the former Kirk, uh, excuse me, the former court clerk mm-hmm. of the town of Marion mm-hmm. has been sentenced to six months in jail, mm. as well as paying $59,000 in restitution. Oh, God, what's going on? So between 2016 and 2021, so over the duration of five years, she pocketed $59,293 in court fees paid to the public. Public instead of depositing the money in the court's account. So they mm-hmm. would, like, somebody would go in, traffic court, whatever, pay mm-hmm. their fine, mm-hmm. and she would put it in her own account ah. instead of the court's account. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, That's now $59,000 is a lot of money. Over five years? Is not a lot of money. No, no. It's like Starbucks every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, she try. I, I don't, I almost... And I don't know if I am the only person, for some reason, when I see these stories about these women stealing money from their company, I kind of feel bad because I feel like, is it, are these women who don't have the confidence or courage to demand a raise? So therefore, they just kind of take it upon themselves to sneak the money. Wow. Because county, you know how much county clerks make? I have no According idea. Salary.com. What? How accurate that is, I'm not sure, but they say it earns about thirty-nine to $48,000 a year. That's, that's not a, that's lot, not of a lot of money. No, that's no. underpaid. That's, I mean, you get yeah. a pension, but oh, how yeah. big is your pension when you... Yeah, still. I mean, I did. The, I just did the quick math. Over five years and almost sixty grand. that's 33 bucks a day off the top. 
It's not really. If you think about it now in your mind, I mean, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Well, There's it's illegal. No yeah, it's illegal. You can't but do that. Yeah, right. In your mind now, when you hear these numbers, are you thinking, oh, that poor lady. She probably asked for more money and they wouldn't give it to her. Or she didn't have the, the oomph to ask. That's kind of a good idea to, you know, go the legal route, not the, like, find another or a part-time job instead well, of doing something okay, illegal. Obvious. But, like, obvious. yeah, I mean, that might be one of the mindsets, because you see this, you're right. It always seems like it's a middle-aged woman who Probably works... underappreciated. ...works for a municipality or a school district or a, a small company or something like that, which is probably that, and, and it ends up... Yeah. In June, the Webster woman stole half a million dollars from Wegmans with those uh, yeah. gift cards or whatever she was, however she did it. Yeah, right. I mean, that again, that's an, that's a, not the most um, wealthy of uh, wealthy High, Highest jobs, paying right? jobs, yeah, right. Uh, right. You're right. I was trying to say that. Um, I don't know. Is there anybody, any story that you have because it surprises you, right? This this woman was probably, I don't know anything about her, but she was probably just a sweet lady who worked in the, in, in the clerk's office. Right, yeah. Is there anyone else who has a story of that sweet employee, coworker, who all of a sudden was like, oh my God, wait, she did what? Yeah. She got fired for what? Like out of the blue, like so uncharacteristic yes. of, yeah, right? And remember that Joyce, what's her name, who had sympathies for those fugitives and got them out of jail, remember? Oh. Yeah. Like, nice. Little... I mean, that's a little bit different. Yeah. It's completely different than what we're talking about, but I see what you're saying. But it's, it's, it's like the middle-aged, uncharacteristic. middle-aged yeah. woman uncharacteristic syndrome. Yeah, you're I remember right. Years, yeah. I remember years ago we had, there was somebody that I, I, I that, that I, I didn't know them that well, but they were in an office situation and they were like the go-to person and they weren't high up in the rank. It just it fit all the characteristics of what we're talking about. And she ended up having, she getting getting fired and ended up stealing a ton of money. And oh, she never, stole money never too? Never thought anybody would know about it. Yeah, this is years Do ago. You- do you know how much she mm-hmm. took from no the idea. office? No. Mm-hmm. No. And it's so weird because a lot of times in, you know, in any business, especially if there's cash, like untraceable, like, you know, dollar bill kind of stuff running through, there's always a tendency for it to stick to the palm of somebody's oh, hand. you say the temptation is there, especially yeah. when you're underpaid, you're only making $39,000 a year. And if, and if you're in charge of like sitting there and counting a pile of money every day. See all the money that you could have, but you don't. Yeah. We won't. If you're going to call in with a story, because mm. some people are Facebook messaging me, yeah. I don't. I, I have a story for you, but I don't want anyone to know who I am. Yeah. We won't say your name, no. and we won't say the office. No. Yeah. But that person in the office that got fired, who did something that totally surprised totally everybody, totally out of the blue. Eight one eight two eight nine nine. Good morning, the boss. Hello. Good morning. Um, I have a story for you. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, so my aunt, um, the sweetest person known, she she's in the community. She just does so many things. Um, she embezzled $20,000. Oh, oh, oh. Um, for how long? Like, what was the duration of time that she did that? You know what? I have no idea. I didn't find out until she died that oh. she had been arrested Aww. years prior. Oh, wow. Do you know? Oh, so you don't know the story of why? Like, was it the scenario where she was underpaid, underappreciated, overworked, and it just... So, 
her son got mixed into some bad people, uh-huh. and she had to pay them off. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, desperation. So is that a desperation? Jeez. Yeah. Every that's time crazy. I hear a story like this, I, that's what I think. I think mom has, I, I for some reason, I know it's a double standard, but I, I feel like there's something more to the story, and I'm more forgiving of a woman but stealing. But it doesn't it's not make right. it right, no. So did the family brush this under the rug for so long until she passed? It surfaced or? Yes. Yeah, right. Wow. It's not yeah. like something. Hey, guys, guess what? Everybody, come on around. And so yeah, and so, you know. Yeah, but that's a big family secret. That's a big family secret. It's a family secret that you do not want anyone to know about. Because it's yeah. bad, all, bad all the way around, right? Well, who started spreading it in the family? Like, she knew, well, her son knew, and who else knew? Well, she was arrested. It was in the paper and everything. Yeah. I think, <laughs> and my mom assumed I knew, and when she died, she was like, yeah, your your uncle, now he owes all that money. And I was like, what money? And oh. <laughs> she told me, and I, I was in shock. I'm still in shock, and yeah. this was over a year ago, and I, oh. I still believe it. And so, so your uncle has to keep paying that money back? Yep. Oh, geez. Oh, my God. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> Thanks a lot, honey. See what yeah, a mom no. does? See how the kids torture us? Oh, <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for this woman. <laughs> but again, you know, it's it's that, it, it, that that's that middle aged uh, um, underpaid worker syndrome. Who's like the nicest person in the world yeah. and has to do something. Too giving. Right? Too giving. Desperation. So sad. Well, thank you for calling. Thanks for calling. Have a great morning. You too, thanks. Okay, bye. All right, coming up uh, still on the show. (sighs) I can't even say it. It's so uncomfortable. I'm just exaggerating. No, Uh, not you. You showed me a video. I know. (laughs) You showed me a video of you and Ellie, and it was the most adorable, sweet video ever, getting ready for bedtime. Yeah. But what you were wearing, Mm -hmm. what you often wear around the house, it's just so freaking weird. It's just, it's uncomfortable. It made me, like... You have been obsessed with this for 24 hours, (laughs) and you've brought it up on the air and off the air, and I don't get it. I just don't. I don't know. I don't get why you don't get it. When you get home from work, like, okay, you're going to work now. I know. But when we go to work, we are already thinking about what we're going to do when we get home from work, right? Mm, Always. First thing you do when you get home from work is what? Take my shoes off. Yeah. Take your shoes off. Great. Yeah. You get comfortable. Because you're home. You don't have to impress anybody. Just get com- relaxed. Okay, what are you getting at? It's not even nine to buzz, by the way. What are you getting at? Scotty showed me this video, and it was the, the cutest video ever of his daughter and him getting ready for bed. She's sitting on the couch eating her uh, pop ice or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sending a message to mommy because mommy was out of town. Mm-hmm. Which, it's an adorable video, but I could not even, I was so distracted. Why? Because of what you were wearing. What was he wearing? A freaking baseball hat. Take it off. Relax. Get home now. I was wearing a baseball cap, and you're like triggered over this. I I don't understand. That's a good word to use. Why? Who does that? Who walks around the house in a baseball hat? You wear Uh, a baseball hat because you're trying to cover up for what a disaster it is underneath, right? Like when I don't wash my hair, when I feel just I put on a hat. You rush out the door, put on a hat. The minute I get home, that hat's coming off. I was sick that day, and still am, but I did throw a baseball cap on that morning and came into work and 
did the show and came okay. home and take why are you wearing it like who else does that that's weird right i know it's trivial it's little but it's freaking weird <laughs> it's like wearing your jacket winter coat around the house take it off relax you're home now you don't even i didn't even realize i still had it on it's so weird that you mentioned that because, like, I don't usually wear hats, you know, baseball caps and stuff. Even though I have been a lot more this summer than ever, but uh, I never think of take. It's like take off your hat. You're in the house. How dare you? That's yeah. that's not gentlemanly of you. <laughs> Put so your napkin in your lap. <laughs> Put your napkin in your lap. Don't Keep you your go. elbows <laughs> off the table and take your damn hat I off, Sha. I see it as it looks very uncomfortable. It just looks. Uncomfortable. I it, it just it looks not rela- It looks like what? Well, stay a while. Where are you going? Are you going somewhere? You know, you're crazy. You, to, 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 zillions of people wear their hats in the house. I don't think so. I don't think zillions of people wear their hat. I I, I, I asked Bo down the hall. He goes, "Yeah." I, he goes, "I sometimes I forget I leave it on too." I'm like, "Yeah." Well, he's weird too. Maybe it's an old man thing. I don't know. Old but man thing. I don't understand. All right, so you, you consciously know you're wearing it all the time, and it's only there to cover up hell hair. <laughs> so you all, oh my God, I got to take this off now. Nobody you sees know what me. it is? It's like if we were having a fancy dinner, going out for a fancy dinner, and you know your kid shows up with a baseball hat. Mm-hmm. Nope, take it off at the dinner table. It's one. Of, it might be one of those things. Like nobody's wearing a baseball hat at Thanksgiving dinner. Well, no, nobody's I get wearing. That. Like you have company over. Nope, you're not wearing a baseball hat. This Maybe was, for the Bills game this weekend. Fine, you could wear your hat. This but. was Daddy and and Ellie getting ready watching some Disney, and and I was still in my sweat. Somebody's weird. Somebody's weird here. Who is it? Great. <laughs> it's get, I'm so glad you put this one out because <laughs> I'm really on the fence on who's weird here. You are. All right, there we are. It's that time of week again. Here we are. Ken Bills Mafia is on the line, ready to go. Good morning, buddy. And and how was National Ken Day for you? It was very good. Anybody else pointed out beside us? Uh, well, no, they didn't get a chance. I pointed it out to everybody else. <laughs> I spent the rest of the day said, happy me day. Happy me day. <laughs> Did you send them the podcast? Like, listen, this is why uh, you need to celebrate me. Here's the link. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I love it. Oh, so God. can I just make a note that these freaking athletes are insane. We were talking about it earlier in the week, how Josh Allen, his whole shoulder issue. He's like, it's a pain, it's a pain management thing. I got this. Does that worry yeah. you at all? That or no? Because these athletes are athletes and they fight through pain all the time. It's no big deal. I mean, I'm not really worried about his pain. I'm worried about uh, whether or not his <laughs> he could got sh- the strength he- to throw the ball if he needs to. Yeah, throw a laser. But you know, I I understand and have recognized a million years ago that these guys are superhuman and they you know they beat themselves up. I mean, you know, what do they have? Eighteen games or more? <laughs> or average? Not. Affect the game though. It does. Like, who's I don't even know who the backup quarterback is. Who is that? Like, are we risking putting Kyle Allen? Kyle Allen, yes. the other Allen. Yes. Okay, so what would if you were the one to make the decision? You know that Josh Allen's dealing with a lot of shoulder pain in his throwing arm. Would you say, okay, tough it out, or would you go to the backup? 
Uh, I would much rather have Josh tough it out. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, man, too. that's a smack to the ego of the backup, huh? Yeah, no, no offense to other guys, but uh, there's a big drop-off between Josh Allen and, and basically any backup. Yeah, yeah, and they still get paid. Okay. They still get paid. All right, yeah. well, uh, hey, win's a win, right, from last week, but this week, what are we going to do? Uh, this week's going to be a massacre. Yeah, in which way? Yeah. Like we thought last uh, week was? I mean... <laughs> Oh, Oops. no, 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 no. The, the, the Patriots words. are some kind of bad, and uh, the Bills love beating up the Patriots. Oh, I know. It's such a wonderful because thing. As a mafia, we, you know, I'm not sure how much, what excites me more, how good we are, how bad they are. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just wish that Tom... You don't care about anybody's feelings today. <laughs> no, no. Just, <laughs> I just wish that Tom Brady was still there so we could just like rub his face in it like when a dog does a bad thing. You know? Yeah, we never oh, really got to exercise yeah. that demon. It I know, I know. Well, right. now let's do this. Are we ready for the trivia? We are. Well, no. Am I ready? Well, for we the, are. I, know, I, I don't ready? know if you're ready. Am I ready for trivia? <laughs> Remember, right. Ken doesn't care about anybody's feelings Bill's or ego. Go, so. ahead, man. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So we all know, at least most of us, Scott, mm. about the Bills' <laughs> first perfect offensive game in NFL history. It was against the playoff, against the Patriots in the playoffs in the uh, 21-22 season. Oh, was it? a touchdown on every single drive. No oh, punts, yeah. no turnovers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Post-Brady. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the question is, how many total times have the Bills and Patriots actually met in the playoffs since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger? Oh, my God. I wasn't even born yet. I've got some multiple stories for okay, you. Okay, good. All right, uh, fine. You good. always do. All right. Try to help them. <laughs> we had a uh, one, mm-hmm. five. 12 or 17. These are playoff meetings. How many times the Bills have met the Patriots in the playoffs since the merger? My answer would be five. And you would be wrong. Five. Oh my God. When you said Dig, I almost thought you were going to say he was right. Me uh, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, one? Yes. I seem to get the right answer the second time. Always. The only time we ever played him in the playoffs. That's the perfect game. time. That's right. I feel good. Wow, you always get it right on the second, so that means you you would be a good second string. You are the backup. I'm the Kyle (laughs) Allen of the team. You are. Yeah, great. (laughs) Bill's Mafia Ken. Uh, What are we doing for the game? Is people over? What's going on? Oh, yeah, people over. Yeah, people over. I actually think my wife will be home, so us three are going to hunker down and put our Jill's, our Bill's jersey on. Maybe I'll wear my Jill's outfit. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> let's go from there. Please do and post it. Fine, please. fine, fine. <laughs> All right, final score. What do you say? Um, I got 45-10. Ouch, babe. Oh, it's going to be lunches. Oh, how about that? going to be a lot of screaming going on. Might have had a little hoarse voice on Monday. But in the meantime, thank you, man. And happy National Ken Day this week. You're the best. Absolutely. Go, Bill. Go, Bill. Go, Bill. So we're on 98.9 to Buzz. Pizzano and Sandy. Before James gets on, I want to see if we can mention um, that that study that I found a couple weeks ago about kids in school and testing and stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, you remember that? Okay, I did mark it down to ask James when he came back on with us because you said something about what they need to look at, what they need Mm -hmm. to look at the letter A or something before taking a test. And by the word James, it's James Whitaker from the Win the Day podcast should be popping on any second now. Yeah, they say kids will do better on a test if they actually look and relate to the letter A, as in the score 
A as compared to nothing or F, you know, F is bad, A is good. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And they did a study with these kids and it, it proved that if they just had that letter in front of them just and read it. Just look at the letter A. Yeah. And, and just then, kind of, kind of like took it okay. in and absorbed it. Um, subconsciously, they're going to do better on oh, the test. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool. We should ask James. And we got him up here, James. James Whitaker, good morning, live from L.A. How are you? Hey, hey, good morning. I'm great. How are you guys doing? Excellent, excellent. There is a, a study that we're standing out, we just talking about where kids do better when they, on a test, when they look and look at the letter A and, and kind of absorb that. It's just subconscious and it works. Give us your take on that. Me. Is, is yeah. it having like a, a little card next to them of the letter A? Is that what you mean? Or is it that staring day, at something? That, yeah, that morning, they're, they're, they're just looking at the letter A. They're thinking, I'm going to get an A. That's, so, the, that's the letter I'm striving yeah, I for. I guess it's like trying to succeed instead of trying not to fail was the theory. Because mm -hmm. when yes. the kids, the other group of kids looked at the letter F, they did worse than the kids who were looking at the letter A. Is there yeah. something to that that you've noticed in, uh, in all the interviews that you've done? Yeah, I actually just interviewed a guy, Jay Abraham, one of the world's leading business consultants of all time. Like this oh, guy wow. is incredible. And he said, most people mistakenly believe that what the world thinks of them is who they are. Mm. And I thought that was so powerful because if your identity is attached to you being a D student versus the identity of someone who's an A student, I mean, it makes a massive difference in terms of how you're going to turn up because it's not really turning up for the exam. It's turning up for the, the training behind the scenes to do all your homework. So, because you do the homework and the test is easy, you need to have the mentality behind the scenes to be able to get the test done in the best way. And I have a bit of a personal story about this that something is still haunting me for years. I was asked to do an essay in grade 10 on The Simpsons. Now, The Simpsons were my favorite all time television show. English was the only subject that I just dominated. So an essay on The Simpsons, I'm like, this is a, a walking into an A+. Plus. This is easy for yeah, me. Yeah, piece of cake. And I got a D plus <gasps> from a new oh. teacher who didn't know me and I couldn't believe it. I've never forgiven this person. I'm not even going to name them right now. I couldn't believe it. But if So that was the one time my identity was attached to it going really well and it, uh, it did the complete opposite. But those oh, little no. things can really like, you know, they can dent well your confidence. Okay, so by the way, I have a similar story where I went to an English teacher. It's these English teachers, you guys. Uh, I went to an English teacher for help and I gave her my paper and I was so proud of it. And in front of everybody, because it was passing time and we were standing out in the hallway, she was like, oh my gosh, Sandy, do you really think this is good? And I'm like, Ooh. oh, Ooh, that's, that harsh. Was, that's harsh. I still remember her and I remember that feeling. It was awful. But now... Conversely, I wonder, because I've heard people say, okay, you should ne never label kids, right? You shouldn't label them one way or the other. But is there something negative to labeling your kid with, oh, you are so smart. You are so smart to try to prop them up to achieve that? Or is there... Does it work against it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't like the idea of saying a kid is smart because you're labeling them with an outcome. I like oh. the idea of letting someone know, look, you always work hard on the stuff that you're doing. Like the, the, one of the biggest things that I'm focused on with my four and a half year old daughter is that she understands the connection between preparation and achievement. She has to understand that putting in the work and the effort gets the result. Without that, where you just expect things to happen. I mean, how often do your kids say, buy me this toy or 
I want that. We've even noticed some things lately where our daughter is like, that's okay. We could just buy another one on Amazon. Yeah. And my wife and I are like, hey, this is <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, the whole world is not going to just allow you to go and get the job you want off Amazon and yes, get the relationship indeed. you want off Amazon. <laughs> so we've got to start teaching, doing a better job of teaching some of those things. But I'm a, I'm a big believer in false labels for a positive outcome because they're oh, some of yeah. the things that have worked really well for me. And I hate the even sometimes a positive label. Um, and labels in general can be difficult because we attach to that and it's who we are. A lot of times people um, react opposite, you know. Or you're doing a great job and then back off. Or, you know, you're not doing well enough and that's their motivation to do a really good job. So it, yeah, it all varies yeah. to between people and how their personalities are set up, right? It, it really does. I still yeah. have, my dad still does this. He'll be playing golf. I'm 40 years old and I'll hack this ball <laughs> into the woods and he'll be like, that's okay. You know, that shot wasn't too bad. I'm like, that was the worst shot <laughs> in the history of golf. Don't give me anything. Let me just wallow in my sorrow and grief for a couple exactly. of minutes and then I'll be back. Yeah, right. Oh, that is so funny. James, thanks so much for your great advice. We'll check with you every week right here on 98.9 The Buzz. James Whitaker, find him anywhere and check out the podcast called Win the Day Podcast. James Whitaker, thanks, man. Thanks, guys. That's 98.9 The Buzz. Pazam and Sandy, happy Friday. Yay. Did this feel like the longest freaking week or what? I don't know. For some reason, every day I'm like, it's Friday. No, it's no, not Friday. It's not Friday. Yeah. But it's today right. is Friday. <laughs> and as we like to do it this time and, and boast, we're the first uh, f- first in the, in, the, in the world to kick off the weekend at 8.30ish in the morning on a Friday. <laughs> right now we have our friends on from Goodwill of the Finger Lakes, Vice President, Community Engagement for Goodwill. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, you guys. I'm doing pretty good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yes. It's been Friday in my world for about three days now. So oh, I, yeah. do. I know. <laughs> Man, you guys are busy over at Goodwill. I mean, you guys are always busy doing great things at Goodwill, always but especially busy. now with yeah. Halloween just around the corner, oh, right? It's, it's the place now, right? So, yes, Halloween is a big deal for Goodwill. Um, we love to encourage people to come in to find costumes and all your Halloween needs at discounted price. But not only are you paying less for Halloween needs, you are also helping people right here in your community when you purchase from our stores. You know, it's a win-win-win. Number one, yeah, number one, when you donate, right, you can get a receipt. Uh, number two, right. you're helping people anyway by just buying stuff there. And number three, the price is always correct. Yeah. It's always Do right you- at Goodwill. Love the fact that it is a trend. I mean, it is really the thing to do is to go, you know, thrift. Good, yeah, yeah. good shopping. Listen, thrifting is a big deal, not just across the country, but around the world. Like, yeah. Yeah. thrifting is a big deal. It, it's the way of the future. Not only do you save less, but many times when you support organizations like Goodwill, again, you ha- I have to emphasize, you are helping people right in the communities that you live in, you're working, you're serving, you go to school, and yeah. every time you donate to us, uh, purchase from our stores, you are supporting our community programs and services. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Plus, I bought the yeah. I bought the sweetest cashmere camel uh, coat, uh, long coat. Yeah. Oh, man, I still have it to this day. I love, love, love it. Thank you, whoever donated that. But yeah, I love that. <laughs> I really, really do. So, like, a lot of people go to Goodwill, not just to find a costume, but also, like, you know, just to get supplies and di- just to do DIY construction. Sandy, do you remember when we did that uh, Halloween thing over there? We oh, made gosh. videos. He found the best outfit. It was a tutu, Jennifer. It was like, yeah. oh my God. And he yeah. was so proud to rock that tutu around the office. Yeah, it, was it was like he had no shame. It was awesome. 
I don't even know back. what his costume oh was. That's goodness. all I remember was the tutu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this week, thanks to Goodwill, I dressed up as a cookie on the news. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> hey, yeah, now, now uh, one, one more quick question. When, when do the ugly Christmas sweaters start arriving? Or are, are, do you guys save those and put them out after Halloween? Or what's going on? So listen, we've already started receiving some. And as you know, Halloween is in less than two weeks. And as soon as November 1st hits, uh, they will be out on the rack. Yeah. Uh, already getting ready it. to transition into the other ho- the next holiday season. That's great. Now, oh, yeah. you guys have this Good Neighbor program. Tell us about this, uh, for, you know, the, what you do with that. So Good Neighbor is an amazing program. You know, there's this um, misperception that um, Goodwill doesn't give things away, but I'm here to set the record straight. We give things away every day, mm. especially here locally through our Good Neighbor program. And Good Neighbor was established to be a vital resource to the community. We work with more than uh, 60 community partners here and across the Finger Lakes uh, region where we basically help people in need right when they need them. A number for a number of different reasons. Sometimes people have been displaced. Mm. Um, sometimes people are on the journey to their first home. Sometimes people just simply need because they simply do not have. Mm. We give away a number of things on on the go bags, um, which comes with dishes, the bedding, bedding stuff, you name it, whatever you ask for. Basically, we give it to you. Mm. But a big deal with Good Neighbor is our coat. Oh. We know that um, this area faces uh, inclement weather in the winter season, and it is our job to help people keep people warm, especially children. I can't stress that enough. We get an astronomical demand for coats every day. In fact, yesterday, our Good Neighbor program director, she already said that coat requests are up by 400%. Oh, and 100%. that is our job, literally. Oh so we've given wow. away over 700 coats last winter season, but the wow. demands, you guys, I, I can't even begin to express the dire need for coats right now. Um, okay. They're asking for them, and we we are committed to keeping Aww. families warm, especially okay. the babies. We cannot yeah. leave oh, yeah. babies cold. Okay, so I got a four-year-old who's growing like a weed, so we got some stuff to bring. Right. There do you I, go. Do we, when we do donate, do we, do we, can we say this goes to the Good Neighbor Program, or they, they're just going to get... Okay, good. All right, sounds good. Well, that's just yeah, great. I would encourage you to go to the stores when you donate and say, hey, this is for a Good Neighbor, especially with the cold, because that is something we, that we are in need of every day. Our community okay. navigators are gathering and, and pulling coats so we can stay on top of filling these orders. Okay, great. Make sure you do that. Next time you get over, if you're doing some Halloween shopping, drop some stuff off and then pick some stuff up, okay? Uh, yeah. Okay, and it is going now, time, Jennifer, for... Uh-oh, Jennifer's nervous. I could feel it. Quickly, quickly Stone <laughs> trivia. Yeah. Are you ready? This is the part. It, it shouldn't make people nervous, but for some reason, this always makes everybody nervous who comes on the air with us. This is okay, all, we'll see. This is all Rochester stuff now, okay? Yeah, yeah. Jennifer, uh, okay. I feel like you know Rochester very well. Okay. Uh, Francis, I was born and raised here. I'll try. Okay, okay. That, that, that's what Ace has said. Francis Tumblety. He grew up here in Rochester, and he would go back and forth between America and England. Made frequent trips. Okay. Why is he famous? Francis Tumblety. What I have say? never heard that name in my Wait, life. You're not going to give her multiple choice or anything? You're just going to leave her hanging like that? Oh, okay. Why is he famous? Number one, people think he's Jack the Ripper. Number two, he was George Eastman's illegitimate son. Or number three, he invited he invented Zweigels. If he goes back and forth, I'm going to go with number two just because. Number two just because that would be George Eastman's illegitimate son? 
Sounds good to me. Nope. People thought he was Jack the Ripper, and he's buried here. Oh, goodness. We learn something new every day, and that is something new. <laughs> Goodwill on the finger legs. Let's kick off the weekend. Here we go. It's another rock and roll weekend. <laughs> by Friday. Okay. For the weekend. And kicking off the weekend in your community is brought to you by our good friends at Quickly's. Quickly's support local when you shop at Quickly's. If you want to find Francis Tumblety, his grave is across from uh, the uh, cemetery on Lake Avenue. And I think it's called Riverside. Oh. Yeah, just so you know. All right. All right. Visit your goodwill of the Finger Lakes. Jennifer, thanks so much for doing what you do in the community. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me this morning. Absolutely. No problem. All right. Let's do this. Let's make this official. It is now time. First of all, go Bills. It is now time to kick off the weekend. Yay! (laughs) We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.